Oh, you're wait, you're not starting this? I thought this was <laughs> That was it? <laughs> I just wanted to see, see the you reaction. Had, no. You had said that you were gonna start this, Jacob, and now here we Yo, are. Cut it, cut it. Now cut here it, we are. This I dude just, has to go. I stared into your soul waiting for something. His, and you gave his me face nothing. made me laugh. <laughs> I could, I could, dude, Justin's face was oh. creepy. <laughs> yeah, I was He's like, this is on it. Christmas morning, this, like, are we starting it? This is the one. By the way, this kid on Christmas morning that like shouldn't get anything though. Like Oh, I I mean listen, I I Porridge again. Jacob thought I thought Jacob was gonna lead us off and, and do something amazing to get us into this podcast but that was like a sopranos ending and that was nothing happened there everybody just stay stay still just, his vision's based on <laughs> movement cut, two seconds cut, of dead air yep. cut to black yes. yeah uh anyway this okay. is another fantasy football show presented by sports injury central we are back and obviously we can smell it in the air right now week one of NFL football is here. And I think obviously if you've listened to any other podcast or you've heard, watched any other videos, you know for a fact that it's coming because everybody just won't shut up about it, right? This is the whole point of it. This is what we've all been waiting for. We, that, that lull. Well, if that you don't mean, talk about it, then it won't come, right? Right. That's just, it's like Christmas, right? It's like Christmas. I don't like when people like, say smell it in the air because I've never actually like smelled something that I was like, oh, like, you know. I just going, thought of like Phil Collins yeah. and wait, I was like, wait, that's not yeah, what the song's wait, called. Wait, you don't? Yeah, feel you don't actually <laughs> smell I don't know it. What it is, but. You can't smell it? No, I mean, maybe I have like bad smell, but I'm like, not that ne smell's never been like, oh, this is the, that time of like, year. Oh, great. You I know, smell in the air. it's more a taste thing. Like, oh, Christmas is back because I'm drinking eggnog. All right. Day. So we're going to need to you get know, Taylor. We're going to need to get Taylor to come in. Let's get Taylor a COVID test. Uh, I think his, his, yeah, his senses I might are a not little be off able to right smell. now. No, listen. You can taste those, though. That's good. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're obviously very excited. We have a, a laundry list of players that uh, that are iffy going into week one. And then the seat, like you said, the season hasn't even started yet. So we're trying to figure out what's going on in the injury situations around the league. Um, that's what Sports Injury Central does best. Uh, go to sixscore.com. You can you can check out obviously the latest injury news across all sports. But right now we're focused on NFL week one. Jacob, you have a, a, a list of things we can get into. And obviously we will talk about some matchups and how this is going to play out. I, I, I'm. You have some players on this list that I'm. I'm genuinely curious to hear uh, what the good word is because I'm invested in some of these players. So let's uh, let's just dive in. Oh yeah, it's a big week. We'll try to keep it quick. Um, obviously, we're recording this on Wednesday, so we just have one day of practice reports. But um, given the context of knowing what guys are coming in with and revealed stuff like Alan Lazard, uh, we'll jump in with him. But Matt Flores said he got stepped on. He's listed on as LP with an ankle. I'm not too confident. Right, pro football docs are not too confident about his chances to play this week, uh, play effectively. Um, still more to come out. I mean, who knows if he just got stepped on? It's just an ankle contusion. It's a pain issue. We we'll wait to see what he's doing Thursday and Friday. But at this point, it's in uh, fantasy, you're probably looking at other guys like Romeo Dobbs. If Lazar doesn't play, it's Sammy Watkins' time. Should probably week, be week Sammy Watkins over yeah. Dobbs. I'd say week right? one's his yeah. time, right? What is yeah. the average week one? Like a billion. Yeah, yeah. This there. is so a, he's had a, he had a forty point game before. He's had uh, over you know over fifteen average like uh, you know last couple. Like he he does it week one. That's why he's always like the top waiver wire tar target after week two, right? So I don't know if it's a fall in love situation. Um, obviously, if we don't think the Lazard thing is a long term situation, but that was a room we've talked about before. That if you choose the right guy, you're going to win your league probably. You have Aaron Rodgers and his number one dude. So if it's not Lazard, it could be Watkins. Either way, or Dobbs. Sorry, Justin. Yeah. Third. Maybe I should have said him no, first. No, that's right? fine. That's but, fine. Yeah. No, so yeah. you you and asked there, you yeah. asked before the podcast if I how much how much stock I had in Dobbs, and I'm in a few leagues, and I've got one I've got one share of each of these wide receivers. I got, I don't think I have any shares of Sammy, so I shouldn't say each. Uh, but I have a Lazard. I have a Dobbs. I have a Christian Watson. Right. And Christian Watson came the mm -hmm. latest. Like I, which is, I mean, obviously draft capital wise, like we had, we discussed in prior podcasts. It's weird to, to feel that. I feel like talent wise, Christian Watson is is really really good at football. 
Uh, but he's got a piece. Well, of they together. spent the capital on him, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They spent the capital on him. I'm just worried. Like he ha- when he had a he. I don't know if they ever released the injury he had. It was always undisclosed. The worrisome part is it's not on the injury report right now, which is good. The worrisome part was a, it was a it was a time of a training camp where he needed to be. He needed to like lock in a relationship. He was the one that should have been going to lunch with Rogers, right? Right. So like, um, he definitely lost crucial time in understanding the system, all all that stuff. But um, like he said, he he is there, right? And he could be the most talented out of all of them. So that's someone he's fallen off a lot now. And if you get if he's the one. And that's right. you got great. Well, value. so I, I will say I watched an interview uh, with Aaron Rodgers. I think it was the Pat McAfee show. And uh, and he was he was obviously gushing about Romeo Dobbs. And then he felt like he had to throw in something about Christian Watson. And what he said was he asked really good questions. Uh, he asked really good questions, which is really, I guess, all he could have done up until this point, because he really wasn't practicing. He wasn't getting the reps. I don't know if that's like a vote of confidence. Like, how does that make you feel about Christian? Yeah, that's he has the a nice personality. He has <laughs> a nice stage personality. He's, at yeah. he's trying to figure out the playbook. That's, yeah. that's good. He's got good questions. Yeah, that inspires confidence. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm no, excited. We talked about before. It's veteran quarterbacks. They need they need to latch onto someone. They don't have that much time in the league, so they can't be you know figure. He can't be figuring out Watson's issues. You know, he Rogers is trying to win now. You know, regardless of what they have in the room for him. So I mean, it's, it's a huge matchup week one to Vikings. So. Interdivision rival. Um, we talked. You can check it on the website sixcore.com. But we had a de- um, detailed article talking about Christian, uh, not Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, and the tackle positions for the Packers. How they're concerned to the Pro Football Docs. Um, David Bakhtiari coming back from his left knee ACL. Um, still had uh, multiple procedures. Still is having trouble with that knee. And then Elkton Jenkins on the right, November ACL tear. So he's still working his way back. He's not 100 percent yet. So yeah. that'll be interesting to see how the Vikings pass rush attacks that. So in our in our sixcore.com league that we have, obviously we're not going to run down that. Maybe maybe if we have a little time at the end, we'll run down and, and, and nitpick our drafts on there. But I, I do I am the owner of Alan Lazard and now I'm officially concerned because we have four Upset. flexes, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm like, this man was one of my flexes. Who made the settings for this league? Uh, I believe person. it was you, the expert ranker <laughs> no, here. No, it definitely was. <laughs> definitely set us up with four <laughs> flex. So Made yeah. sure we couldn't apply it to any general league. In- I want everybody to have every relevant player. So There's I know. a tight end premium, there's a wide receiver <laughs> yeah. premium, and there's running backs running are back. just PPR, basically. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting, I think, trying to figure out wh- who I'm going to slide in right now. Because I have Isaiah McKenzie, who plays... Thursday night, and I'm like, damn, do I want to risk it for the biscuit and just shoot for the moon with McKenzie? Like, that's that's tough. I don't like him. Uh, he's he's good, but I still, like, he's so good in other a- assets on their team, like returning and stuff. I don't think he, I'd say Crowder is better than him. Ooh, um, all right. I know McKenzie's the hot, he's the hot, like, commodity right now, because it's like, anytime you have a really potent offense, the third guy is valuable, right? So like you're if you can get him for cheap, that make people think they're finding value. I just think he's more gadget like player than an actual like good slot receiver rely on. So all right, all right, Diggs and yeah, Gibbs and Gabe Davis are taking most of that. So yes, he'll yeah. get whatever's left, but who knows right. that, what that's going to be against the Rams. Right. Um, next guy I got on the list, Deontay Johnson with the left shoulder injury. Our Pro Football Docs by video think it's an AC joint sprain. Um, that is something he's kind of been talking down. I mean, he just had a press conference today saying. I was trying to do everything I could with the left arm at practice. Uh, we'll see. I'm trying to be out there for my guys and stuff like that. Um, our football docs are high on him. His six scores 88 for this week. They think he can play with injections. So that's a big, another big matchup in a division against the Bengals. So that's good news for fantasy owners. They don't have to worry about him. Well, Trubisky's starting again, right? So he needs everything he can get out there. Um, I don't know if they want to rely too much on Claypool. Um, I know they like Pickens a lot, but shoving a rookie in there with so many snaps without Johnson is very it'd be hard to do especially with johnson johnson has one of the largest target shares in the league 
like he commands a lot of the you know the offense on uh, the pass game so with him without him it'd be very patchwork for them trying to figure out who to throw to so it's very key for him to be in there for trubisky that's a guy who play who plays through everything too didn't he have like minor knee thing last year i think he missed a couple games but what he does is like he doesn't really miss game times he, he leaves games early a lot yeah like i've seen at least two to three times last year where he like you said the knee whatever the hamstring whatever he picks up he will he maybe not miss the next game but he will miss a whole two quarters which in fantasy that hurts you more often than not right, right? he's a roller coaster right. to own i remember I, I, I think i had him last year and, and even the years before every time you've had him it's like every time when he plays in a game you're like all right sweet he's he's playing hurt and then one thing will happen and he's out and then you're like okay i feel like you're never happy with him but at the end of the year like his, his numbers are fine are incredible yeah you know that you're like you should never complain about him but you have been the whole year yeah uh george kittle groin injury did not practice that's uh it's concerning for a tight end that's uh week one i mean we're not exactly sure when he picked it up uh maybe in practice recently but not not good chances to play this week um, according to our pro football docs uh they get the bears this week um was there backup dwelly still Main, um, mainly blocking tight end. Um, Tyler Croft is from the from the Bills. Um, he's actually pretty decent. Um, he's more he is receiving too. Um, whatever it is, Lance is going to need something to lean on. So if it's he needs to throw to Debo a lot, he needs to include Ayuk more maybe. But Kittle is a big one that we thought he would be leaning on to start the year. And if it's going to be something like you said, minor or lingering longer, then you, Croft could be a solid little streamer next couple weeks. Yeah, I mean we'll see the practice reports for Thursday and Friday. Maybe they're just being overly cautious with it, but right. Anytime you hear growing in a tight end, active tight end that runs uh, routes on the slot like that, that's that's a big deal. And it's Kittle. He's oft injured. So anytime you hear Kittle hurt, you get a little worried too because he usually misses a decent amount of time with stuff he gets. So you need to watch what, you know, what's dealing with him. Yeah, usually when I'm on uh, about, Chris, if anybody says groin, I'm a little confused. So yeah, I would definitely be, uh, be on the lookout for maybe a, a backup plan for Kittle. That's my two cents. Right. Take that to that's the bank. That's a good bank. policy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Really, Justin? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying, trying to trying out new catchphrase you know? there. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, I like, I like that. Keep stay, bringing it back. Stay classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Godwin. That's a Sunday night football game. Obviously, a lot of eyeballs on him and what he's going to do early in the season. Um, he's still a little bit away from from his ACL recovery. Had the brace, had it, taken it off. Like, was it two, three days ago? Mm-hmm. And he's still in the non-contact orange jersey. So that that all signs all point to him not being very close to to performing well in week one. He might suit up. We don't know what what they want to do depth wise, especially with Russell Gage having the hamstring coming back from that. But not. Uh, I don't think they need him like a, like a lot as as yeah. much as like a team would need like of someone of his caliber. I think they, the Jones helps a little bit. Why did they depth. sign Julio Jones? Yes. Right. Uh, yeah, they don't want to have to rely on him that heavily early in the season. Right, and then uh, Gage can run routes very well. So I know the hamstring. We got to monitor that. But like, I don't think they need Godwin to start the year as much, you know, like I just said, as someone like another team, like the Lions, if they had Godwin like that, they would need him immediately. They, they, but I don't think Tampa needs him as much. Well, I think he was listed as a full practice too. So that's interesting that you can be full practice in an orange contact, non-contact jersey. I don't know how I can believe that really. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, moving on, Drake London. Uh, he had the left knee, I believe it was, um, in that preseason week, catch he had, yeah, week two preseason. Yeah. Um, did not play in week three, week three preseason. And uh, this is his first practice back, just a limited practice. Um, but uh, by video, they didn't see much in the, the knee injury. I think nothing structural. The so docs, yeah, they didn't see nothing. Might, might just be pain. Yeah, the docs um, might just be pain-related. Maybe they're just being cautious of the rookie. But again, in interdivision matchup against the Saints, 
have to think he's suiting up. I agree with what you said earlier. I think like you think he might be just like playing it down. Like, you know, I think London definitely does play. He they've been I think they're just being cautious to him. Like he didn't need to play any preseason. He played one drive and he had that great, you know, twenty yard catch twenty four yard catch. He was making moves before that. So I think there's they're they're being cautious, London. Remember he had the ankle fracture at, at school, so they need to be slow with him. He's their franchise wide receiver. I know they I don't know what's gonna happen with Ridley, but right now in their minds, this is their guy for the next like couple years. So they need to be safe with him. It'd be interesting to see how the target share plays out between him and Pitts. I mean, you're huge on Pitts. I know Taylor and should be 50, 50. It should be 50, 50. I don't know who else. don't throw it anybody else. <laughs> no, I mean, Cordell is really good in the pass game and they have a couple like, you know, little small little pieces. Uh, Justin Hardy, I believe there. He's like not terrible, but it's, it's not, it's not a good situation outside those two. You convinced me to go Pitts in my home league. So yep. I'm hoping you're right. Yeah. I, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll both go down the ship. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, James Robinson, I know Justin's concerned about him for week one. That's my guy, man. Listen, uh, I feel are you, like... Are you taking the cheese? Is he playing? Is he going for 100 yards? No, no, I don't know about all of that, but it is it is encouraging <laughs> uh, to hear Peterson say that, uh, Doug Peterson, the coach, say that he's he looks good and, and he looks healthy. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that means to him. Is that maybe considering that the fact that he tore his Achilles, he looks good, or is it he's actually like James Robinson good? I doubt it's that. No, he, uh, he, He's an odd situation because I think like valuable. There's a, he's like kind of falling and like he went so deep in drafts. That's, yeah, that's, I was shocked by that. I I got him the other day at like 15 or 16 as my third running back just because like like you said even if like if he's not starting on pup, he could just score a touchdown and not have that many carries and still get like 10 points in fantasy. So you sh- if you're good draft him, you shouldn't be relying on much. But he's becoming more valuable than not right now. But it's just the expectations. Like just because he's not on uh, pup doesn't mean he's rushing for 20 carries, getting all the catches he used to have. I mean, Etienne is actually there now to take a lot of his snaps, right? But I don't see, like, I see Robinson as a more value play than not right now. Well, he's still a big body. Like you said, he could be just getting goal line snaps or short yardage. So that has some value for the team. And, and if he can sneak yeah. some touchdowns, yeah. that's that's good. But right. I think look at Cam Akers in playoffs last year to, for his uh, Achilles expectations. I think that that's generally what the pro, pro football docs are looking at with him. Akers is a better prospect. So, ear, so early. Yeah. I mean, he was a December Achilles tear. So right. that's that's not even a full year. Right. Uh, Michael Thomas, everyone's uh, triumphant king coming back to, to the Saints. They're playing the Falcons week one. Kind of a weak secondary, right? So everyone's hoping he can go on that hamstring. He was limited today, limited practice. And then obviously the left ankle's still lingering. So... We'll have to monitor him. He's like one yeah. that, like, for our six score, we need to see him live in game. Like, we obviously have we been upgrading him. We need to see him, him. in preseason. Yeah, so, so yeah. we're obviously been upgrading him. We started a little low with the start of the year um, this offseason. But this obviously the hamstring is going to, like, you know, we don't know how much, how bad it's going to affect him. But we, I need to see him play. Like you said, he hasn't been good for two years now, right? We haven't seen anything from him. I uh, uh, saw uh, Jameis just talking up uh, him earlier today, too. So they're trying to push this Michael Thomas, like, back to – 2019 form where he you know broke records and reception so if that's the case in where he's going right now valuable but don't be reaching and thinking you're like because the saints are going to be really good team so you trying to get a number one receiver there like you're going to reach maybe with thomas for some people but like there's uh, landry there there's alave there so he's not going to be the man i think even if thomas is 100 he's still not going to be the 2019 thomas right he's probably yeah, been be the most see how those targets shake out yeah, I think he's been the most frustrating for me is because I have a couple of shares of him, right? But but it, I wound up picking him at a place where I said, even if he's half of what he was, you know what I mean? Like, if he fell yeah. to that point where I'm like, if I get half of prime Michael Thomas, 
I'm feeling okay right here. But if and then you're just kind of rolling the dice. If he hits, you know, you're 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 right. That's that's good. Like, it's managing expectations, right? Right now, if you're a team that has Michael Thomas as your fourth guy, then you did a really good job yeah. because he could easily become your third guy, flex guy, whatever. So on, yeah, right now. But if you're if you're relying on him to be your third receiver the entire season, then you probably messed up a little bit. You probably should have other options to back him up. Other like like maybe a Tony or like Bateman. I don't know because. Uh, you don't want him locked in at your three without much options to help you out in case something happens. Right. And his season six score rose to 77. So yeah. if you get 50% of Michael Thomas, that's still under what our profile docs expect. They're expecting about three fourths of his, his usual year. So that's a good sign. Yeah. If you're, if you set him up as your wide receiver three or four, right. Elijah Mitchell, another Niner coming in with soft tissue. They just been plagued by those. I mean, Jimmy Ward's missing maybe half the season with the great grade three. So Elijah Mitchell's is less severe than that. Uh, don't, I don't know if we got his practice report today. Was he LP? I, yeah, let me. I can look that up. Yeah, yeah but um, he he's had that hamstring lingering since early training camp, so hopefully he's on the tail end of that. But that's the one thing I was saying. Yeah. going to say about him. It's it's a, it was not a recent hamstring strain, so he's been working like through it. So it's good. I I don't think there's too much issues, and I think he's going to be good week one. So I don't. I obviously got to temper the expectations of the way because they stable their running backs. But Jeff, Jeff Wilson's there. You should look at him. That could might be a popular streamer if the hamstring is still lingering. Like right. we said, we have to monitor his practice supports. But if it's minor, then they're going to go gung-ho and rush him like crazy like they did last year, right? Um, but if they if it's a little bit more, then you need to look at maybe a Wilson, a rookie uh, Price, I believe. Yeah, yeah Davis he, Price. He's, yep. he's decent too. So they, they waive Sermon. So there's more opportunities for the Wilson and the Price. So that's something you need to monitor. Mitchell's situation is probably less than, you know, not as good, not as bad as we were. Um, no, it could be, but you need to monitor his situation for the Sunday. Jalen Waddle uh, had a quad. We weren't exactly sure what it was until now, just hearing that he had a sleeve on the leg. But now that it's quad, um, I don't, I'm not remembering off the top of my head how long that's been lingering. I think it's been about two weeks, maybe three on that end. So he was LP today. We'll, pra- we'll monitor his practice reports. They get a matchup against the Patriots, so that'll be interesting to go against that defense. I know they got a lot of veterans. They said he has soft tissue for a while. They said the sleeve was taken off his leg today, and then now you're saying, yeah, it's quad now. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Obviously, you got to monitor him, but I would expectations. I'd say he's the same. He's going to work the intermediate routes down the field for Tua. Um, he's not going to throw deep to Tyreek all the time. I think Jalen Waddle's role stays the same as it did last year, and he was elite last year, ninety plus catches. Like I think that's the same for Waddle this year. I was just going to say, you think Tyreek. Coming helps him or hurts him or stay the same. It's, it's you're just yeah, you're you're taking eyes away. Like Waddle was never going to be the number one. He just works often. So like Devontae Parker didn't help. So I mean, it definitely helps the situation. I don't think it takes away at all. Like it, Devontae Parker obviously wasn't taking anything from Waddle, right? So you're you're force feeding Waddle a lot. But Tyreeks, I don't. I think it, they work well seamlessly together. I know that uh, Chiefs Cardinals matchup is one we're looking at for uh, for sick picks in general. The new. Uh, Paid betting content, but um, Zach Ertz with the calf strain, calf strain coming in, and I think it was a recent one too. So right. yeah, less he, than two weeks. Yeah, yeah, limited practice today. It's going to be an interesting to watch. Again, we're we're looking at practice reports on him, um, but again, calf soft tissue with a tight end. They have a they drafted a guy. So he, I love Trey McBride. Trey McBride, yeah. so good. Yeah, same role too. I mean, he, <laughs> Zach Ertz can't escape this, huh? He had this in Philadelphia. Dallas Philadelphia, Goddard, he wanted out, yet. and then now he's in Arizona, and he can't escape it. And it's all injury based. He, I remember the Goddard thing is because he had that ankle injury or his rib. One of the two, either one of those injuries cost Goddard to have more, uh, gave Goddard more time, and Goddard excelled in that. So, 
I, I mean, if McBride plays week one, he was elite at Colorado State receiving tight end. Don't expect him to block much. You don't expect Ertz to block much either. So like you said, you can easily put McBride into this system and nothing's going to change. So, I mean, Ertz is over 32. So this is why McBride was drafted. They know this has come. Obviously, it wasn't supposed to come week one. But, I mean, Ertz is still an elite tight end, I think, this year. But you, like you said, that calf injury, the, a little bit more recent than it should, is definitely going to be an issue, I think, to start the year. So I got a question for Taylor. You sold me on Elijah Moore. Joe Flacco starting the first three weeks at least. Should I be scared? Should I keep him out the lineup? Like, if Zach Wilson was playing, Elijah Moore would have 100 yards. If Flacco's playing, he's going to have 101 yards, maybe. Whoa. I don't see any issue <laughs> with the two. That's bold, uh, bro. We, uh, at six score, we have confidence in Flacco, too. He knows the system. He's not just uh, like a Mike White, sorry, but like he's a he's a guy that's veteran. He's he can. I've seen Garrett Wilson. He mentioned that uh, Flacco is very good at changing the pace on his throws. Something Zach Wilson doesn't do. Zach Wilson's very gunslinger, throwing very you know hard. So you got a you got a kid saying that who's going to be part of their offense too. To Garrett Wilson, um, I like what I'm hearing. I mean, I don't see any issue. I saw Moore catch a 70 yard touchdown from Flacco in preseason. I mean, uh, pre like in training camp. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I I don't think there's any issues with Moore. I mean, they still they got issues on their line too. Obviously, Beckton out for the year. Um, Dwayne Brown, they signed for to be a left tackle. George Fant's a right tackle. The drop off isn't bad. It's not bad, but and I would trust a veteran quarterback to deal with that new left tackle. Also, knowing those injury issues and knowing he's got to get the ball out quick, step up more, and stuff and like he that. He can. Flacco so. can get the ball out quick, which is something he does. So yeah, it works well in his favor. Uh, let's stick in New York. They get a matchup against the Titans. Caleb Farley, I know, is still a little bit away from that ACL. ACL recoveries are tough. That's why Tre'Davious White's on pup for missing the first four weeks. You got to have that deceleration and change of direction. That's what our pro football docs have been telling us. Which Giants wide receiver are you targeting? I mean, that's just such a confusing wide receiver room. Well, you know me. I, I love Kadarius Toney. Um, Galladay, I don't know what he wants from life <laughs> or like from the Giants, but like he, he just seems very disinterested in general uh, at anything that he, he got the bag. Make. So. That's yeah. Oh point, my God. I guess, yeah, yeah. I actually just yeah. looked his contract up earlier today and I was disgusted. Yeah. I was like, their out's not coming for like another year or two. So it's, it's, no, it's rough. That's the big thing with his contract too. They can't get rid of right. him because they, they, it's Who's like you said, that? the yeah. contract is like, like, like you said, locked into a certain point. So, um, obviously love Kadarius Tony. Like I said, um, Shepard is not going to be good off the Achilles. Yep. Um, so he, see, he was late season two. It was like December, maybe yes, even January that yes. his tear was. So not on pup, but I believe we have him at like a 71 six score. Like we're not too high on him. Um, so yeah, at least, at least Tony, I mean, Bellinger is dealing with a concussion, some soft tissue stuff. They're rookie tight end. They have, so there's not much in their offensive line is horrid on top of the injuries there. They have as well. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I'd see Saquon Barkley catching more balls than Galladay, maybe. You know? Wow, that, so, might, yeah. that might help in week one. Yeah. So. I was in a draft last night. Somebody, somebody picked Galladay and then immediately was disgusted with them. This was very late in the draft, but they were immediately disgusted right, right. with themselves. And I was like, why? What's up? And they were deciding between which Giants uh, wide receiver they wanted. They were picking between Kenny Galladay and Wandale Robinson. And I said, 10 out of 10, I think I would pick Wandale Robinson just because. And that's that's scary that you're doing that. A rookie that's never played yep. in the NFL that yeah. it was very elite at Kentucky. I'd, but like, you, you, that's the confidence that Galladay has shown. It's the level zero. Galladay's yeah, on. It's yeah, zero. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, it's, I think like, it's so you can small chance you could argue like Galladay, he has a potential. He, he's their only red zone target. So if he has no yardage, he could probably put six plus touchdowns up this year. They just have nothing. But it's it's he's not doing anything else. Like the the one you saw that Stafford was throwing to, I don't know if he exists anymore. 
Right. So right. I'm saying line scares me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why. I mean, I love Saquon Barkley, and it, we do too this year. Um, he's. I think he's one of those like Elijah Moore that he's going to fight through whatever um, uh, like stuff that the, his team is dealing with. Like if they have a bad off- offensive line, I think Barkley will <laughs> figure a way out. But it's the the Jones and like the offense, the wide receivers. There shouldn't be too much confidence in those. Going back to that Steelers Bengals matchup real quick. That's uh, two guys, two huge fantasy guys that are. Our health is improving. We don't want to just focus on all the all the guys missing or all the guys ailing. But uh, Najee Harris with that list, Frank's brain very early on. Tom said he got stepped on. Hopefully not. That's not the case with Alan Lazard. You know mm-hmm. <laughs> that he stepped on. It really turns out it's to a be a common excuse. Now. List, yeah, yeah. Get, guys get stepped on a lot. So hopefully it's just stepped on. But Joe Burrow coming back from the appendix, not expecting any ill uh, effects from that missed training camp time. Our, our profile docs are pretty high on him in his six score, especially for the season. I think we knocked him a point for week one just for like slight rust and stuff. And then he did have the IV a little longer. So it was definitely a little bit more of a, like, I believe he said it was a full rupture. So it's definitely like no issues, but yeah, I would temper at least a little, but like, it's like we said, we were very high on Joe Burrow. That whole offense isn't, is incredibly like all depth is right there. They got the offensive line pieces. So there should be no issues with Joe Burrow. Jake divisional matchup Raiders and chargers. JC Jackson out for that one. That's that's how, how big is that? That's game? pretty big <laughs> for me. It's, for huge. You, it's yeah. the Super Bowl, yeah, basically. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I, yeah, JC Jackson. Um, there's an issue with why you didn't get that surgery done sooner. Um, you spent so much money on that. Uh, he's he's good. He he was a very good player on the Patriots. So, not having him is an issue. They that was a, their number one corner, right? So, they already have a lot of pieces with Bosa, Derwin, uh, Khalil Mack. So I wouldn't see too much, but not having your number one corner first week against Devontae Adams. Nothing stopping Devontae yeah, Adams. That's so what I'm hearing, yeah. Nothing stops him anyways, but that's not going to help for sure. Yeah. That Chargers running back room, who's, I mean, is Eckler the man? Is Spiller eating into some of that already? Don't forget about Sony. Sony. Like they need someone. That's why the Spiller thing didn't really make sense. when, they, like, um, The one thing Eckler doesn't like do is running the tackles. He loves catching the ball, right? So Spiller does that too. So that's you're not really helping Eckler when he said he wants less touches, but Sony Michelle definitely does that. He's the one that's like a Justin Jackson that'd be waiting for something that's like semi decent that can like take Eckler away. You know they can run inside. So Michelle might have a little bit of value. PPR I love Spiller Dynasty. You should lock up Spiller. He's going to be Eckler soon. Um, but uh, right now, yeah, like you said, it's a mixed bag. I don't really like Eckler too much. You obviously can't push him too down. I think I'm at on uh, running back four. He had such an insane year last year. There shouldn't be too much change. It's just he had 20 touchdowns last year. That's going to go down. So, I mean, but yeah, right now I think that there's so each one has individual value. Michelle could have a game. Spiller could have a game PPR wise. And it's Eckler. He's going to always have games. So I don't know if I answered the question, but (laughs) (laughs) you answered several unasked questions. So that's all we ask you to do. (laughs) So uh, let me run through. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just whenever we obviously let's let's finish this list. I just want to figure out at the end of this draft. I want to touch on a couple things and and any predicaments that we ran into during our drafts over the last few days. I know I've I've gone through, I think, three of them in the last three days and and some scenarios have popped up that have been uh, interesting. And I I don't know that I made the right decision, but uh I'm going to pretend I did with the confidence of a of an idiot. Okay. That's the only confidence you yeah, need. Yeah, that's it. I mean, as long that's, as you have that, that's you're all good. The, that's all the players I had, so let's dive into that. Oh, okay. All right. Confidence. So, dive into so your, let's get, let's your just get, idiot confidence. So, so real quick, obviously, this is outside. <laughs> this is a home league. This is one I've been in for a long, the longest. You know, just, 
I, I traditionally Home leagues are the best league. Right. So Come you guys on. know, yeah. you guys know I wait on quarterback, right? Like that's that's my thing. It's my shit. That's your thing. Yeah. Uh, your thing I got a, I got in a scenario where everyone obviously everyone in my home league knows I do that, right? They freaking murdered me. All right. I got absolutely eviscerated. Uh <laughs> usually I they know, right? Round 10, round 11, that's when I start eyeballing quarterbacks. They just went on like a backup quarterback spree that uh, I don't know why they were doing it. In like the eighth round. They were just attacking me, bro. And I, I did, well, here's what I wound up with. Tua Tago Vailoa, right? I, I, Tua Tago mm. Vailoa. Mm. And I, wound, yeah, I did wind up getting... Butchering it. Yeah. I did wind up getting Trevor Lawrence as well. So those are my two quarterbacks now going into the season. Tua and Trevor Lawrence. So, so the situation you're in is you're high on Trevor Lawrence to start the season. Yeah, I'm going to start him against the Commanders that, this week. Yes, I'm going to start him against the Commanders. However, I don't hate that. Tua, Tua is Tua undefeated. You're right running now? like a college football fantasy team. Like you, like like Michigan. They're starting a different quarterback right. week one and week two because they're trying to figure <laughs> out who they like. It's called a platoon. That's what you're doing I'm, right uh, now. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling out the platoon of quarterbacks, uh, quarterback by committee, and we're just trying to figure it a, out. You got a lefty and a righty too, so there you go. Yeah, it's good. I, I got to yeah, I play the matchups. Yes. You know, some Is defenses. It a bullpen? <laughs> <laughs> so no, if you I, I guess He's closing. I guess <laughs> my question is. Which which of those two are you more confident? Season long, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh, season long. Okay, all right. Trevor Lawrence. You don't think Tua with the weapons? That, uh, people are hyping him up, dude. I've seen him in rankings where where he's ahead of of Trevor Lawrence, and I'm like, I, I guess I don't know what. But what's funny Knowing is like, Mike McDaniel's, he's going to run the ball a million times. That's the times same with tier. That. That's the same yeah. tier. If if anyone's above one of the other, it's probably like three spots. Probably it's not a lot. Right? Yeah, it's not. It's not anything crazy. But remember, Tua's near Aaron Rodgers for me. Remember yeah, I know like you that. sicko. Oh, that's why no. I picked him. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 only, he's only one step down from Aaron. Rodgers. He's only Rogers. one step down from Rivers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping to get that production. Obviously, that's out of one him. way to look at it. But what's, for sure. what's crazy is now that, that I made that pick, right? Because and it was like I didn't love it at the time, but I've now. My my heels are in the in the dirt, bro. I'm I'm like this is my guy now. Now I have to back two of the rest of the season, just because I did right. this. They think I'm crazy. So well, that, that's what stuff with like bad picks you have to do. Got to do especially it, especially like you want to win. You have to start <laughs> defending them now, that's and then it. you just look like you said idiot earlier. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not trying to take other names. From no, you, it's but, fine. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna yeah. smile and uh, we'll see what happens if Tua if Tua pops off. He I I don't know if I don't know if I saw it. He's got not a winning smile record from earlier though, right? He's got a winning record. <laughs> I don't know if he's three and zero against the Patriots. I think I think that was his record he, against. No, the Patriots. he's like Jimmy G. They both have like really winning record. Like they have they just have they odd, have good percentage stats. Yeah, <laughs> they just released something today. I think I saw a graphic. I don't know who NFL or something. Mitchell Trubisky's a top like six or seven winning percentage in the last like four years. That's gross. Wow. So. That doesn't it's a, feel it's a good. number that sounds like it's like, not something what, you should what use. What team did he do that with? Um, the Bears. <laughs> like, so in wow. 2018, if you remember, yeah. the Bears were decent. Yeah. And it's because they had a good defense. They didn't have a good Trubisky. Right. <laughs> so um, no, but you win. Like, like Jimmy G, everybody hates him, but he's got a really good winning record. And Tua, the defense. Yeah. Tua, I just like, I think he's had eight different offensive coordinators. The number's not right, by the way. Um, at least like three, four. It's close. Uh, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> he just, um, injury, 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 right? Just has never had a solid, like just three years of just playing in a row. So hopefully some consistency will help him. Your league should do a thing, Justin, where uh, if you make the playoffs, you have to get a 
get the jersey of the quarterback who brought you there. Oh, no, no, we do actually. Whether it's two or Trevor Lawrence. Our league trophy is uh, you have to pick a player that's on your championship team and you get a jersey from that 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 player. You just pick a player off oh, your team. Oh, with the dues? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So part of your part of your league fee will go into that. Not that we're playing for money or anything, but... Who else is on your team? Because uh, you're not getting a Tua jersey. Um, <laughs> that's, that's two Florida quarterbacks. And there yeah. you go. That's, that's all, I roots. guess that's really all you need. No, I, I, I got a, a couple of decent players. That's, I think that's the one where I wound up I wound up getting Christian Watson. That's my flyer where I'm like, all right, maybe I'll be able to get a pack. We're talking about draft. jerseys. We're talking about jerseys well, that's what I'm saying. here. As a Packers fan, <laughs> selfishly, that you got to factor that in. You got to figure out what you got. But no, I, I did wound up getting... Right, two right. For you get a Packers jersey and... I did. I guess it's. Boston. I started in that draft: Jamar Chase, Devonte Adams, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm feeling. So Devonte Adams sounds like a good jersey. I'm not going to get a Devonte like Adams cool Raiders, Raiders jersey. jersey. No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. oh Mr. Green Bay fan, I forgot. No. I, I did get a little. Kyle Pitts. So if Kyle yeah. Pitts pops off like you think he's going to do, then maybe maybe a Pitts jersey's in my future. We'll see. So you guys both drafted Kyle Pitts in your home leagues? Yeah, dude. I'm I'm, I'm in yeah. on Kyle oh, Pitts. I didn't yeah. need you, you affect us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to go the other way. I was going to be like, I didn't need you to tell me. You know, you're you're. If I feel happy, it's because I am. Yeah. Vote of confidence definitely put it over the top, but I was in on Pitts. I mean, for sure. Yeah, he's he's the guy, man. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. If, if he gets one touchdown again, no, if he gets two, for you, though. if he gets no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, one touchdown. He's got to get two to outperform last year. So yeah. you're right. You have that cheat code of all London. So remember, yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. it. That's the loophole. <laughs> but uh, anything yep. else before we before we get out of here? Obviously, this episode's a little quick this week, but we'll have a lot more to digest uh, next week when we dive into what happened right. in week one. It's been like two weeks since we did Dudes or Duds. I know, right? Dudes we didn't, Duds. We, like two, three weeks. I'm, so we, he I'm itching like, for he it. He spent like 15 hours of company time. <laughs> yes. And he used it <laughs> once. Yeah. yeah dudes or three and, times. He played it three times. Dudes and Don't Duds. Don't worry. Will, everyone's been clamoring for yeah, it. Yeah. So. It'll come back next week. I know everybody, uh, you, guys are, you guys keep reaching out. Stop <laughs> sure. sending no, the mail. No, week one, Dudes and Duds. Yeah. yeah. It's coming next week. And probably along with some other segments that uh, that we're still trying to figure out the name for because they don't like, you guys don't like mine. Uh which is, uh, you, I'm going to say this out we loud. We just don't like your idea. We're allowed to not like okay, it. Okay, no, that's fine. We'll, we'll discuss no, more the next name week. Of it. I don't want to say it out loud. Oh. He's just got bad branding on his ideas. Yeah. It's okay. The, 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 it's We're the thought it. was there. The thought was there. Uh, the yeah. execution. We're going to figure out if it works next week. But uh, I guess that'll, yeah. that'll wrap it up. I'm going to let you guys go, right? It's almost bedtime. For you. For me. For me, I guess I yeah. should say, yeah. For those of you who don't <laughs> yeah. know, we're at, we're we're three hours apart. You know, we're we're you know we distance wise we're apart, but I'd say in our hearts we're very close, right? I mean, come on. Are you gonna wrap it up now, right? Yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, that's about <laughs> it. We're get out of here. But we'll catch you guys part. next week. Sixscore.com. You can keep up uh, with all the injury updates, and uh, and we'll be doing some more fantasy content uh, as the season progresses. So we'll see you guys next week. For sure.